Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Rover for Northeast Factory Direct. I've been telling you they have the lowest prices anywhere for years now. But now they're actually putting it in writing. They have a one-year best price guarantee. That's right. Alex, the owner, he must have gone crazy. If you buy a furniture or hot tub from Northeast Factory Direct and within one year you find it advertised for less, Alex will refund the difference. There's no gimmick to this. Just save a lot of money. West 140th in Cleveland, Lakeland Boulevard in Euclid, Freeway Drive in Macedonia, or shop online at northeastfactorydirect.com. Oh, si, senor. 
You know what it is, a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody, midweek Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Yeah, it pains me to say it, but Al Sharpton. Wow. Al Sharpton's our general manager. Fantastic. Presiding at each of the several funerals for the poor uh, departed Mr. Floyd. There's been more than one? There have been three. Okay. I was unaware of that. Yes, I just and, got... and Al has been the lead performer slash officiant at all three. I just got back after uh, five days of travel with my eight and ten year old to see grandma, grandpa, uncles, families, cousins, etc. And uh, I took in some news, but not a tremendous amount. So I have some questions for you. Got to crank it up, Michael! It's an information party. Yay! Do we like information around here? Oh, come on now. Please, it's it's our cocaine, kids. Don't do cocaine. I drove 800 miles yesterday with a 10-year-old and a special needs 8-year-old. Oh, it was a long day. That's a big day. Very nearly, all three of us killed uh, in a car wreck. Oh, no. Uh, which I'll have to talk about later. It was uh, the scariest traffic situation I've ever had. Left both of my kids crying hysterically. Oh, really? Oh, Great yeah. Scott. It, was, it was freaking frightening. Oh, I'm sorry to hear It that. was freaking frightening. It was one of those, boy, life is, uh, you know, things can change quickly. Yeah. If I had been 10 feet further ahead, we might all three be dead. We'd certainly be in the hospital. Anyway, more on that later. Uh, I have these questions for you, and you can can just answer yes yes or no. They can be yes or no questions for now, because I just want to know where we are in in some of these conversations. All right. Since I wasn't listening yesterday. Yes. (laughs) Do, did you guys nail down what defund the police means? Yes. We know what that means? So good. Yes. You can tell me later because I don't know what it means. Yes. All right. Be and happy. You can to. tell me that later because I, I do not know what it means. Am I required to stick to yes or no or is that just good enough? Is that like the upper limit or the lower limit? <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules here? <clears throat> the number of these to go through. Hmm. Um, did, did we nail down whether or not asymptomatic people spread the disease or not? Because I saw a headline, then I saw a different headline going the other direction. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, the answer to that one is no. Okay. The, ne- neither has the CDC. And you'd think if anybody would, they would. Because that seems like a pretty big deal. Yes. Yeah. Well, they kept going back and forth. It was ridiculous. It was uh, uh, multiple, uh, speaking of uh, car wrecks, Multiple whiplashes yesterday. What did China call them up and say, hey, don't say that? And they said, oh, I'm sorry, and then Probably. changed their mind. Sorry. Sorry, Good. Chairman Xi. What we I love understand you and your money. Do we know what uh, Black Lives Matter stands for? The organization? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have a pretty good idea. We're going to okay. talk about that today. Okay. We have that nailed down? Yeah. Good. Can't wait to hear that. Uh, you might be curious, uh, extra curious to hear the answer to that, given that uh, Amazon.com. The good folks at Amazon donating millions of dollars to various organizations, social justice organizations, some of them not so savory. So we'll talk about that. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, and then did you get into, because I did, because to, to relax a little during a 13-hour drive, I listened to some podcasts about... Uh, Race in America. Mm-hmm. That was my relaxation. Oh, boy. And uh, it was oh, actually... you got a weird way of relaxing. It actually was relaxing compared to the reality I was living. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I heard quite a conversation, and this was among conservatives, but, um, I mean, that, that not everybody agreed on uh, protests and all that sort of stuff. 
but uh, really a lot of outrage over the idea that, no, you can't protest the shutdowns, no, your business can't be open, no, you can't go to church, no, you can't have your wedding. If it's a political position we agree with, though, yes, you can gather in as big a numbers as you want to. Correct, yeah. yeah. Which is uh, is something. I'd say it's rather uh, unveiled. It's just it is exactly what it appears to be. Part of it. No, you can't get your operation <clears throat> that you had scheduled. Right. All kinds of things you can't do. But if it's a if it's a protest we agree with politically, yes, you can do that. Part of it is the, uh, the time-honored human principle of they dare to shut down the, uh, the lockdown protests because they know the people involved will, in general, be lawful and, and, and cooperate, generally. They do not dare shut down the protests because the cities will burn. And if you reward something, you get more of it. If you punish something, you get less of it. That's the whole idea. So, yeah, it's, a, it's a, well, it will lead exactly where you think it's going to lead. More people will realize, all right, uh, if we are polite and, and, and social distance and, and follow the law and say, yes, officer, I understand, and move aside, uh, you will get nothing. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. So I'm glad you have some of those answers because I want to know more about it because there's a poll out just today. This is new information on the support for Black Lives Matter, and I thought if I was asked, do you support Black Lives Matter, I'd say, what does Black Lives Matter mean before I would answer the question. And now you're usually the one that quibbles with polls, but yes. I would not answer that poll. I will Unless be quibbling me, with every fiber of me today. I usually believe in just answering the question, but I don't know what that question means at all. Right. Uh, do you agree with Black Lives Matter? I don't know what that means, so maybe you can explain that to me. Later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, should we introduce in their own words? Should we introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show? It's, uh, that would seem inclusive. I'm still rattled from nearly being killed in the car wreck. It was it was weird driving to work today. Mm-hmm. I was like uh, like extra slow and really looking around me. Mm. Holy crap. If one thing, I think it drove into my kids' heads for the rest of their lives why you wear your seatbelt at all time. Because yeah. something can happen out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And the speed and violence of it when something goes oh, sideways is geez. astonishing. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> let's introduce somebody. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael. Uh, good. Jack, I know how you feel this morning. Um, I almost hit a pedestrian. I. He was just standing in the middle of the roadway. I had the green light. I have no reason to look for people. He is standing by himself in the middle of the street just looking off in the distance or whatever. And uh, I missed him by about maybe three, four feet. Wow. Did he... uh, He didn't move. He didn't acknowledge... Did he seem to react to the fact that he almost got run over? No. That makes me wonder. I hope he wasn't trying to do... Well, if you're hammered out of your mind, you, you wouldn't notice. Yeah, he's got a head full of something or other. So maybe just crazy, but I wasn't expecting him. And yeah, just there has been a, an explosion of the return of people pushing shopping carts on my uh, my commute. So I guess mm. that's good news for the economy. It means things are coming back. Nature is healing. Nature is healing. Exactly. It is oddly uh, a sign of something. Yeah. Uh, there is um, Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. It was on this day in our history in the year 1793 that the world's first public zoo opened. Really? Mm. There was a zoo? While George Washington was still kicking it. In, uh, well, there were zoos much earlier than that. This was the first public zoo uh, in Paris 
Um, zoos uh, first appeared in China more than a thousand years before our era, but they were called gardens of intelligence, and uh, they, you know they had deer, birds, fish, uh, various things. Were they doing the same things they do in the Chinese zoo now, where they shave a, a chow dog and call the lion? Uh, no, they had a stand for that. <laughs> um, but uh, but they were largely just kept to the upper class, and you know, uh, like a lot of things back sure. in the day, they they were gatekeepers that kept the. But but uh, Paris public zoo, anybody could go. It was also used as a education institution and. Uh, for scientific purposes and stuff, but they also said, hey, if you're in the public, come on in and, and check out these animals. Very nice. Not a gerbil. Not a gerbil. <laughs> Look at this swaggy-looking thing. No it's half a horse and half a cat. I don't know what it is. It's a llama or something. <laughs> Look at this thing. Look at its nose. Long as hell. I mean, they didn't know much at that time, right? You're probably allowed to shoot it just standing there. <laughs> that's, that's not a good zoo. Barbaric! People had a different relationship with animals <clears throat> back then. Hmm. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Wednesday, June the 10th, the year 2020, we're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, the table is set. Let's dig in officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. The show begins at Mark. He woke me up this morning, started me on my way. Yes, yes, yes. I did not know Al Sharpton sang. Uh, yeah, I was completely unaware of that. I had not heard him doing his preacher thing in quite some time, but have listened into a couple of the memorial services, and he's good. He's a solid B. I've heard better, but um, <clears throat> as a preacher or a singer, as a preacher, hmm. yeah, doing the whole uh, gospel uh, thing with the organ stabs and uh, uh, repeating the phrase until the crowd is yelling and stuff like I that. I love black churches. <laughs> Those things are uh, packed with energy. Fair. I'm fairly certain that you shouldn't have said that for some reason that I can't <laughs> comprehend. But, uh, Fair or unfair, there will never be racial healing as long as Al Sharpton's the face of black America. I know. I, his, Fair his or unfair, it will never me. happen. Yeah. Just telling you. I agree. Um, uh, and there's a heck of a poll out today on uh, all kinds of different stuff. And it's interesting to see where people are and how much the numbers have moved in some of these things in just a couple of weeks uh, compared to history and all that sort of stuff. How's mailbag look? Well, it's it's decent. It's coming together. Some uh, some good wisdom, some insight, some strong opinions. I actually lost weight while I was off work for five. Does that mean you had a bad time if you lost weight? That's got to be a sign that things didn't go well. Boy, at a family gathering? That's incredible. Travel right? on the I've... road, eating while you're driving? Yeah, I, I don't know how you did that. It's stress. Tapeworm. It's just stress. Or stress. Tapeworm. Eat the calories. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Even the tapeworm was stressed. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Cops, the TV show is going off the air after decades. Uh, Gone with the Wind has been pulled. You can't uh, rent it. What? Uh, yet. Until uh, they do some uh, changes. So these, okay. these these all fit into the zeitgeist of the day. We are now at peak ridiculous. Well. Initiate plan Z4. <laughs> More on all both of those oh, things. Holy coming cow. Just open this one email. Uh, well, mailbag. What the heck? Make AOC bartend again. <laughs> nice. I, I assume they mean uh, via the electoral process. Uh, you can't compel somebody to bartend in America. Uh, She's the sort of bartender 
You'd sit and talk to for a long time thinking you got a shot. Yeah. But you don't. But you don't. No. No, you don't. She got them real tries. Yeah, she got them. She got them. Our freedom-loving quote of the day today from none other than Thomas Jefferson. Uh, we could certainly go with, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. <sighs> did you just, <laughs> did you just make a raspberry noise? How absolutely dare you. To to uh, TJ? God, God help us. Um, uh, and then, uh, One more. Our liberty depends on the freedom of the press, and that cannot be limited without being lost. Mm-hmm. There you go, TJ. Way to go, buddy. Way to represent. Oh, let's see. How about this? Uh, everybody's talking about the uh, the cops, the policing. Over this past weekend, writes Alex, I decided to go back to a simpler time and pick a random A&G podcast from before the coronavirus and the rioting. Ah, a simpler time. The date I selected randomly was July 18th, 2017. During Marshall's news, uh, he talked about how a Somali-American police officer in Minneapolis sh- shooting and killing a white woman would call them to report a possible assault in her neighborhood. I remember that one. When they arrived, she ran to greet them. The officer uh, shot her through the driver's side window over his partner. One of the big aspects of the story was that, for some reason, the police body cameras and dash cameras were all shut off, so there's no video of the incident. He was found guilty, right? That was a terrible story. Yeah, yeah. In general, I'm a big supporter of the police. I think that the idea of defunding the police is crazy. But it's strange to me that this happened in the same police department as the current news of the day. I thought you might find this interesting. Uh, KSUC keeps stealing unconfirmed cheesecake. <laughs> That's Alex. Uh, nice, Alex. Well played. One of my, if I had to bet money, I believe this uh, this new uh, feelings about the police, and we'll get to the poll coming up later, uh, is going to be a net negative for the country, not a net, a net positive, as a lot of people seem to think it will be. Right. 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 We'll discuss that at length. Sounds like from your experience, you see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that. Mm. You know, Still probably the clip of the year. You know, we've concentrated on the, the, the hilarity of the cheesecake factory, and we're not sure where it came from. Yes. Her tone of voice at the very beginning mentioning the cheesecake, though, we've overlooked, and that she acts like, you know... Walking out of there with a submachine gun or something like that. Or a platypus or something. <laughs> like it's inexplicable. <laughs> Shocking. Sounds like from your experience, you see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there oh, after no. the a cheesecake factory cheesecake. was looted. <laughs> Unclear where they may have gotten that. Oh, Using no, a, a newscaster separating words for emphasis. A cheesecake has fallen into unregistered hands. Oh, boy. Mark the podcast pirate writes, am I the only one that finds corporate virtue signaling a shallow marketing ploy that only serves to cheapen the cause it's advocating? I don't really care what the maker of my shoes, jeans, ice cream, cable service, or search engine thinks about BLM or Black Lives Matter, not the Bureau of Land Management, uh, or whatever flavor of social issues is in vogue. If it's made in the USA, it most likely checks all the boxes that matter. Offer me discounts, not platitudes. Well, that would... I'm not sure that, you know, Nike's going to have a 20% off in the name of George Floyd sale. No, I was on a major website for uh, music gear looking to order some guitar strings, and it had a big banner on the front, we support the protests. Yes. Wow, okay. It's everywhere. Everywhere. The the conventional wisdom, I saw this in the WAPO, I think, late last week, was that corporations cannot remain silent. They must speak out, Jack. There are people going to a website to order guitar strings, and they're they're looking for... Where do they stand on the protests? Because until I know, I just can't do business with them. Right, I won't have any racist strings on my guitar. 
Well, and as was pointed out quite eloquently by an emailer, and we discussed this at some length yesterday, you are being told you must speak, and you are being told you must not say the wrong thing. Say this. So you are being compelled to make a loyalty oath, in essence. Uh, Moving along. Uh, Guys, I bet I would actually have a lot of common ground with the defund the police crowd, but what they get horribly wrong is the whole defunding part. Retrain, sure. Reform, absolutely. Increase oversight. Disband the unions, whatever, for sure. But withholding funding will just lead to alternate sources of income. No more warnings on rolling that stop sign. More traffic cameras, speed traps, and quotas. Hmm. It's Andrew and Indy. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast yesterday with Tim Carney, who's a friend of the Armstrong and Getty show and a, uh, a super libertarian. And he said this could end up being... A great thing conservative for conservatives pushed by AOC. And we maybe we should get him on the air to explain it, because it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I can't imagine what he what he means by that, but well, I can I can explain it to a certain extent. But, okay. Uh, we ought to look at those new poll numbers that are out today. Boy, some people's attitudes have changed on some things fast. Oh boy. In America. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> Producers of an updated version of the Looney Tune cartoons announced yesterday that characters like Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam will no longer carry guns. That's right, from now on, it's all poisoning. <laughs> Enjoy your soup, Wabbit. That's white. Keep eating. Wow. <laughs> well, we were, we were talking about it yesterday, so, you know. <laughs> No shotgun. He's just going to stab people. Did I? Yeah. Did I read it as some sort of cutting thing? Well, he's got be? a scythe, like the, the Grim Reaper. How carries. is that less violent for a kid than a cartoon? Oh yeah, gun? sure. Just cut bugs in half. And in the clip that they put out showing Elmer Fudd with the scythe unsuccessfully trying to, you know, get the wabbit, he, he had no uh, shortage of explosives and dynamite that he was also using. But he did mm-hmm. not have a shotgun. Yes. Thank goodness. Uh, I tell you what, again, we're at peak ridiculous right now. Today's the day. Mark it down. June 10th. So Nuri Martinez is the L.A. City Council president, and she got slammed for having private uh, police detail while calling for $150 million cut from the police budget. I'm glad a reporter uh, looked into that and found that out because it's hilarious. She she ended that just in the last couple of days. Uh, it says it has nothing to do with the fact that it came out in the newspaper that uh, she had taxpayers paying for private police security. Right. Because she deserves it. Yes. Uh, Police for me, not for thee. Defending the police for you. Right. Anyway, there's a a big poll out today, and uh, I'll tell you what the New York Times is telling us. Public opinion rarely moves fast, but it has on Black Lives Matter. In the last two weeks, American voters' support for Black Lives Matter movement increased almost as much as it had in the preceding two years. Is this where you stop and tell me what Black Lives Matter is? I mean, because I don't know, I don't know whether I support it or not. Because I actually don't know what it is. Right. I know just kind of in general, but I don't know everything that's involved. Right. Is Black Lives Matter a part of defund the police? Well, I'm against that. Right. Well, I, you know, I've been reading their website and looking into the biographies of their members and all, and it's it's you know, is it fair to look at their website? Of course. Yeah, I think so. Of course. I mean, is it organized enough to have like a website that speaks for them? Oh yeah, I don't actually know. Yeah, they have an actual website with the founders and how it got started and the rest of it. Yeah, and, and it's not a fringe part of Black Lives Matter or the Russians or anything. It's their website. Well, there's an organization that is Black Lives Matter. It's the name of the organization. 
Then there's the chant and the feeling, the thought, the idea that uh, black lives have been undervalued in America and shouldn't be anymore. Now, you can believe that and not be particularly fond of the organization. Does the organization believe in defunding the police? Um, Whatever that means, and I don't want to get off on that. Yes, they are supporting that Uh idea. Okay. Strenuously, sure. But I think, well, I don't know. I'm I'm guessing that most people, when they say, yes, I support Black Lives Matter, haven't gone to the website and looked at what they... Uh, I would say that number would probably be 98% have said, yeah, of course I support that idea, but so most people, they have no idea what the organization is. So most people in this poll, as the numbers are going up, say, yes, I support Black Lives Matter, means I don't support cops, particularly white cops, kneeling on black guys' necks who don't have it coming and killing them. Right. Yeah, well, I would agree with that. Yeah, here, here. Uh, in the last two weeks, American voter support has moved very quickly. Um. This is a uh, civics poll, and on uh, a survey or research poll, firm that found that by a 28-point margin, there's a majority of Americans that support the movement uh, in just the recent weeks. Most significant, perhaps, is suggesting that an outright majority of Americans agree with the central arguments of Black Lives Matter, though it doesn't list what those are. No, no, they don't. I I don't think they do. It doesn't list what they are. So, I think the question was just, do you you support their, Mm -hmm. their arguments? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I would like. Well, like we just said, I would. I would guess people haven't gone to the website and know what the arguments are. But um, a Monmouth University poll found that 76 percent of Americans consider racism and discrimination a big problem. That's up 26 points in five years. That's astounding. Uh, you just have to attribute it to greater awareness, I guess, or because it's it's hot and in the news, people are thinking about it. It's got to be a change don't... in perception. It can't be. Yeah. Reality of racism hasn't gotten twenty six points worse in five years. No, by every measure, it's uh, that sort of thing is improved too. Depending on what you look at, the poll found that fifty seven percent of voters thought the anger behind the demonstrations was fully justified. <clears throat> I would not be on board with fully justified, not with everything that got smashed. No, uh, and my problem with that question relates to my problem with Black Lives Matter that it's pretty standard issue. Uh, university, uh, critical race theory, systemic racism, super far left social professor stuff. Um, I, I, you know, I, I hate racism and, and I wish it would go away. It, it won't. It's a, it's a global thing. Um, but I just don't think their approach to it is, is the right one. While a further 21% called the, um, uh, the anger somewhat justified, I'd be in that camp. Sure. Polls show that a majority of Americans believe the police are more likely to use deadly force against African Americans, that there's a lot of discrimination against black Americans in society. Back in 2013, when Black Lives Matter began, a majority of voters disagreed with all of those statements. Now a majority agree with all those statements. Um, Based on an awful cop killing a guy in the street. And I guess a belief that, that he represents a lot more. I guess that's what you have to right. say. Right. Boy, the movement's a public opinion. I could spend the rest of my life studying that. Well, it does that's... say this in the New York Times. Will the recent shift in opinion last? News events can sometimes cause a shift in public opinion that quickly dissipates. After mass shootings, for instance, big spikes in support for gun control typically ebb as soon as the memories of the bloodshed fade. Wow. Well, so we'll said. So we'll see where this is in... A couple of months, assuming mm-hmm. there's not another, uh, hope hope there's not another one of these kind of things happen. But that is a, a bigger movement that they, than they've seen on uh, gay marriage, pot, 
Tea Party, you know, anything you can name that has come along, nothing has moved that fast in the polls. The speed of it is extraordinary. Part of that is everything's faster now. Isn't that part of it? Yeah, just true. Everything moves so freaking fast now. Well, and I, there is also unquestionably an element of I dare not give the wrong answer to this stuff. Yeah. No matter definitely. who's asking. We have a list of people who have been canceled in recent days because they, uh, well, as I described it earlier, you must speak. We're waiting for you to speak. But God help you, if you don't say the right thing, we will end you. Well, these, these videos of white people kneeling and begging forgiveness in various places across the country. Yeah. I find that very troubling. I Th- say. That's, that's not a protest of the way police are handling uh, matters in, 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 in neighborhoods of color. Right. That's a different thing that's going on there. Yes. When you're demanding that a race apologize, get on their knees and apologize to another race. Right. Right. Well, there are those who who speak for the organization Black Lives Matter. They're out in the news these days saying a, a white child is born a bad human being. They are born a white supremacist unless they spend their entire life fighting it. And and therefore, yeah, you're tainted with the original sin of being white, which is a a perverse and dangerous way to look at race. We're not going to heal with that going on. Oh, no, no. We'll have a full on race war. Yeah, I mean, there are certain people who will kneel in the streets and beg forgiveness for the color of their skin. Can you imagine that? Um, there are every, certain people that will do it because they're scared not to. Right. And there are certain who who are just weak-minded and have been convinced of the radical left agenda. But um, it's incredibly unhealthy. I, can, I can't imagine making a, a, a proud uh, Mexican man, a, a, a Sikh woman, a, a, you know, a Chinese uh, fella, kneel and apologize for their race. I mean, good God, it's, it's repugnant. And yet, it's see, that's the problem with the whole critical race theory thing, the whole you're either 100% anti-racist or you are a racist, because all the institutions of this country, from the cops to your public library to the interstate highway system, are racist, because they're part of the, the institutions. And that's the part of the Black Lives Matter organization that bothers me, um, among other things, but... So here's the whole Gone with the Wind story. Gone with the Wind has been yanked by HBO Max. I just got HBO Max. And you know what I was going to watch first? Gone with the Wind. Of course. Frankly, my dear. I was dot, not. Dot, dot, dot. I was not. It hadn't even crossed my mind. <laughs> um, the film won eight Oscars, including Best Picture in 1940. Eighty years later, it's been yanked from HBO Max over its racial content. Um, its portrayal of, quote, happy slaves. Romanticism of slavery in that era of American history. Uh, I I think that's useful. It's useful to see. I think it's better to see it and have your jaw drop than to not see it. Of course, you know, I'm not a, a black person, but I can uh, picture people of color watching that and saying, holy crap, are you kidding me? Um, but, you know, this um, stuff gets complicated. Civil War monuments. You know, the, the bases named after uh, General Bragg of the Confederacy, for instance, Fort Bragg, among others. The Army's looking at changing those names now. So all gets a little complicated. You got your uh, Christopher Columbus statue torn down, set on fire, and rolled in a lake in Richmond, Virginia. Virginia. Again, that state is Virginia. <laughs> so, 
We're very drunk. Well, we do this show very drunk. I do a shot of fireball right before the show, <laughs> just for courage. You having a good time, Joe? I am. So Oscar-winning director John Ridley wrote an opinion piece in the L.A. Times uh, asking that uh, Gone with the Wind uh, you know, be pulled from HBO Max at least for a time, take down the film. Didn't call for the film, which perpetuates some of the most painful stereotypes of people of color, it says here, to be pulled for good. Rather, he suggested it could be reintroduced after a respectful amount of time has passed. So it's since in the penalty box. Or since it seems to be more that. It's in the penalty box, and they're going to, when they put it back on the platform, I think they're going to have some sort of preamble um, clarification of, uh, it was a different time back yeah, then, it's, like it's, some sort of explainer. Sure. It People says here, didn't actually enjoy being enslaved. It says here, the film will ultimately return with the discussion of its historical context and a denouncement of those very depictions. Uh, okay. Do they need to do that with, like, bank robbery movies, too? Like, we're, we're, we have this bank robbery movie on our platform, but we are not pro-bank robberies. Yeah, when they, where it ends is, is a tough one. How, how many people are coming upon Gone with the Wind at this point with no, like, other context of the world? Right. And then are led astray. Honey, and turns out slaves enjoyed it. And then it, they were happy. And at some point, after having you know somehow grown up without any discussion of this or reading about it or anything right, like that, right. then you watch Gone with the Wind, get a completely right. misleading view. Look of at it. them singing, honey. And then years later, uh, reality hits you at some point, and it's yeah. shocking to you. Yeah. Wait a second. All these years, I thought slaves were happy because of Gone with the Wind. It's a bit of a stretch. I uh, see your point. The New York Times notes the film remains the highest grossing film of all time when adjusted for inflation. I did not know that. And the fact that they don't adjust for inflation on those numbers all the time is stupid. Well, so the latest movie can always be the winner. Right. But, so um, you have an exciting headline. Gone with the Wind is the highest grossing film of all time, and it's been yanked. How, how is that for interesting uh, a look at art? The most successful motion picture ever. Not available on HBO right now. Right. Because they don't like the politics of it. It's, it's interesting. It's a heck of an interesting discussion. It is. I'm not I think it's certain. worth happening. But the, the whole the whole deal is a great discussion. My problem with it, though, is it's not going to be a discussion. It is going to be a, a series of mandates. And you will accept them or, or you will be canceled. Which is a shame because I don't think it will bring the goal that a lot of folks want. Which is uh, more harmony, less uh, discrimination, racism. The Dalai Lama's putting out his first al- album. <laughs> yes, the Dalai Lama's putting out an album. He's always been more a singles remix guy. I've uh, I was almost killed in a car wreck yesterday for for reals, and I had to tell that story because it's kind of interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Among other things, we got lots of stuff to talk about. Our text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, I saw I was uh, traveling with my kids. Long drive. 2,100 miles in uh, total. Went to the Grand Canyon. Uh, saw Grandma and Grandpa. Saw Cousins. That whole thing. Very, very important stuff. Um, but the state Had of Arizona... kids uh, gone to the Grand Canyon before? No, they'd never been to the Grand it's Canyon. It's astounding, isn't it? They really liked doing, look, I'm almost falling off uh, oh. jokes for pictures, which... Oh. 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 That's not funny. Not really. <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, but I live in one of the more restrictive counties in America for the COVID, and in, so it was especially shocking for me that Arizona, most of the places we were, it was as if this isn't going on. Huh. And I don't know, you know, where you live, maybe it's the case that also. It was as if none of this is happening. We stayed at the hotel in Flagstaff, and the kids swam in the pool and the indoor pool with all the other families, and everything was just like normal. We went mm. to restaurants and all these things that I hadn't done or didn't even know people were doing, and uh, it, it was it was something. By the way, your county uh, two new deaths in the last two weeks. It's uh, less. It's it's point nine people per hundred thousand. Yeah, and I don't I don't know what the restrictions are currently because I haven't been keeping track because I'm not paying that much attention and I'm not sure anybody else is either. Right. But uh, technically it is. But it was it was interesting to be in a, in a different state where they were just handling it differently. A different different. Although we did go to a restaurant doing the thing you've been complaining about with golf. Went to a restaurant and they made us sit at separate tables so the family couldn't sit together. We've been traveling in a van together. For six hours, uh, went to the. Uh, they let made you and your children sit in separate tables. Well, I my kids, but the, all the cousins, all the family, family. family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, had, family. we had more than six people. Oh my gosh! We've all been in the same van. We've been eating in the same house. We've all been hanging out together for days. Right. You got to sit separately. That's just moronic, obviously. But, um, almost killed in a car wreck on the way home yesterday, though. So I'm driving in uh, urban traffic, three lanes. Pretty heavy traffic, but uh, going at full speed, and the speed limit was about 70, so everybody's driving between 75 and 80. So we're going at a good clip. I'm, I've am i been driving all day long. I'm you know kind of zoned out. The kids are doing whatever they're doing on their video games or whatever. I hear screeching, and then I see a blur go in front of me of a car sliding forward. So it had to be going I'm going almost 80, right. along with regular traffic, and it passed me like a standstill, so it had to be going If it passed you sliding? Yeah, while sliding sideways. Jeez. So just missed clip in the front of me. Yeah. Went into the barrier, nose first, right in front of me. Wow. Glass, parts of cars, cement, all over the windshield. <laughs> Blue smoke, couldn't see anything. Oi. Everybody's screaming in the car. Kids screaming, and uh, I didn't hit the brakes full because I was worried about getting rear-ended. Yeah. I slowed down because I thought, then we're going to be in a 20-car pileup because right. nobody can see what's going on or anything like right. that. And I also wanted to see what this car was going to do. Is it going to flip in front of me? Is it going to stop? And he just spun around a couple of times, and then he just nailed it and kept going down the freeway. Holy cow! Which to me means he was either drunk, stoned, like crazy drunk or stoned. Yeah. Or running from a crime or something. Right, right. Those are your only options, really. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, as soon as it was gone, it was one of those things, danger's over. Danger's over. It takes right. a long time to calm down. Sure. The danger, though, is completely over at this point. You just have to, like, convince your body of that. Right. My your kids reptile are, brain is pumping out chemicals. My kids are crying hysterically. And uh, and I got on the phone, called 911, and told them there's a lunatic going to kill somebody. They almost killed us. Yeah. But, I mean, it was one of those deals where if if they had been, I mean, it just missed the front of my, my vehicle. Yeah. And would have sent us into a spin, and who knows what happens at that point. But, uh, God dang it. And it was just one of those reminders of how, you know, the, the horrible things that can happen to you, particularly with, with traffic accidents, they just, they come out of nowhere. You didn't do anything wrong. They happen in a blink of an eye. In your mind, you always think, I'll react this way. But they happen. They just happen. Right. There's no time to do anything. Right. By the time you've comprehended it, it's over. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you either survived or you didn't. Right.
It right. either hit you or it didn't. I mean, the fact that he hit that and didn't bounce back toward my car or flip over and then, you know, who you know, just ran him. He spins forward, still going faster than me, spinning, and then just heads on down the freeway. Unbelievable. With, I don't know what parts of the car still attached because there's all kinds of stuff that flew up in the air. And it's still running and everything. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, how that what was. What brand of car is that? I want to buy one. <laughs> It was scary, though. My yeah. kids are crying so hard, so I had to get Oh, to, man. So was it just the violence of it? And they, I mean, obviously in the back seat, they were aware enough of it that yeah, that it, it, it caused to, it, you know, it, shock it, and horror. It rattled me. Yeah. It rattled me hard. It was weird driving home. We only had like 45 minutes to go to get home after driving 2,000 some miles total over five days. But yeah. it, was, it rattled me. I was, uh, they they got on the phone with mom and talked to her for a long time. God dang, wear your seatbelt. Yeah, wow. Glad nobody was uh, hurt or killed. I think they will one. wear their seatbelts forever because I told them, see, it can happen out of nowhere. Armstrong and Getty. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.